you ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Israel, South Korea, and Taiwan, and in the states of Connecticut, Maine, and Wyoming, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week for my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is laugh. You cannot laugh and be sad at the same time. You can shift your mood by forcing yourself to laugh. Do this by making funny faces at yourself in the mirror, laughing at nothing, watching a humorous television show, or doing laughter yoga. In these stressful times, laughter can be a great healer. Not all humor, however, is healing, as we saw all too clearly at the Oscars Sunday night. Although Chris Rock did not intend harm and may not have even known that Jada has alopecia, his joke clearly hurt. Chris deserves high praise for the kind way in which he diffused the situation and maintained his composure. He was clearly distraught but stayed professional and calm, which was what the audience needed. That a joke intended to create laughter can create hurt so deeply opens a broader conversation about what is funny and what is appropriate and inappropriate humor. I think we are way overdue for this conversation. Johnny Carson said that he learned about humor from Jack Benny, who made fun of himself, but never his guests. Sid Caesar was known for his ability to make fun of the human condition, not individual people. 
Lucille Ball had a gift for putting herself into crazy situations and getting us to laugh at her. Robin Williams could make anything funny, and one of the funniest bits ever was Carol Burnett wearing her drapes. And I still laugh when I think of Lily Tomlin's characters. At a time when there is so much pain in the world, we should all be asking, how can I help relieve the pain and not inflict more? I think comedians and all of us should be asking whether we would like to be on the receiving end of our jokes. I want to be clear that I am not singling out Chris Rock. There were other jokes Sunday night and in previous award shows that made fun of people or the movies they worked so hard to create. I wonder when it became okay to get laughs at the expense of other people. As I've been saying for several years now, we need more love in the world. I hope we can find a way to bring more love, kindness, and compassion into our humor, too, on the screen and in our personal and work relationships. More people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because we're shifting from fear-based third-dimension Earth to love-based fourth and fifth dimensions. Last week, I had two experiences I want to share. The first is a follow-up to the session I did with my client's dog. I was delighted that even the people at the doggy daycare center commented on how different she was after our session. Having an objective observer comment on the transformation was exciting. My second experience was with a male cardinal who comes back every spring to feed. When he comes, he always appears on a low branch of the bush outside my living room window. He sings as if to say hello and then goes for the bird seed. This year, he just kept staring at me through the window and wouldn't eat the seed. I had noticed that not as many birds were eating at the feeder as usual, so I called the bird feed store to see what the problem could be. They assured me it was normal, but the cardinal kept coming and just looking at me. I was sure he was telling me there was a problem with the bird seed. I decided to listen to him and replace the bird seed with a fresh bag. Within a couple of days, the activity at my bird feeder increased dramatically. I also noticed that he preferred eating off the ground. Now I put some seeds on the cement near his favorite bush, and he visits regularly to say hello and enjoy his private feeding area. I'm grateful I listened to him. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear and live the true values of 2022. Acceptance, compassion, kindness, diplomacy, harmony, balance, and peace. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences, 
and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. We discover peace by staying in the moment. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Lisa Romeo and Adam Foley, who are here to talk about how to develop and sustain soul-fulfilling relationships. After our episode last week with Lynn Patner, I received the following email from Valerie. Your interview with Lynn was thought-provoking. It was disheartening to learn that we are all wounded by the time we are eight years old. We can come from a loving home and still be wounded by the words of others. I loved her suggestion of asking our guides for help and keeping a notebook to track how they help us. There are many small signs that we can notice if we pay attention. Thank you, Valerie. And yes, we all have emotional wounds. Choosing to heal them as you have gives us the learning and growth that our soul needs in this lifetime. We're all in this together. For those who missed this episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on healing from a lifetime of wounds, please listen to some of my previous shows like May 6, 2021 with Adota Ma, Living Fully Awake and Open. June 24th, 2021 with Kate Ekman, Shed Self-Doubt, Love Yourself and Create a Fulfilling Life, and July 11th, 2019 with Lucinda Back in White, Discovering the Authentic You. Listen on demand to these shows, ones you missed and those you want to hear again. Listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you, even in the middle of the night. For added value, read my blog titled Loving Yourself posted in January 2019. This blog reminds us that about 90% of our self-talk is negative, and we all need to practice self-compassion. Here's an excerpt. When you're embarking on change, it's helpful to monitor your progress. If you're working on releasing your anger, for instance, ask yourself, is the intensity of my anger diminished? Is the duration of my anger shorter? Is my recovery time faster? Is the amount of time between angry outbursts greater? Teach yourself to notice small changes over time. Often we forget how far we've come and only see that we're not at the end of what we hope to accomplish. We can honor our pro progress better if we imagine a simple line graph from zero to 100 with zero beginning where we started and 100 be being our desired goal. We can put ourselves where we are today on that line and see how much progress we've made. We not, may not be at the end, but we're not at the beginning either. Congratulate yourself on your progress and celebrate your victories. To read the whole blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. 
Also check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled, Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth, Accept Compliments, which explains how accepting compliments with gratitude creates a balance of giving and receiving. The flow prevents us from burnout or exhaustion. If the well is dry, we have nothing to give. Because of the war in the Ukraine and the threat of nuclear war, we are all living with shock, sadness, fear, anxiety, and pain. It doesn't help the people in the Ukraine, however, if we're suffering. I'll be doing two techniques with you every week until there is peace. This first one helps the people in the Ukraine raise their frequency. Peace is part of the frequency of love and war cannot exist in those high frequencies. Instead of feeling helpless, know that you are affecting the outcome of the war by increasing your own vibration, sending that out into the world and specifically to the Ukraine. Let's send love and protection to the Ukraine and ourselves now. Imagine a big pink heart, like a balloon surrounding yourself, and then see another one surrounding the Ukraine and all its inhabitants. This is the universal pink heart of love, and it was infused by the divine, excuse me, with love. Allow yourself to see it, feel it, and or just know it is there. Instead of obsessively checking the news and increasing your fear, do this simple technique every time you think about what's happening in the Ukraine. Love is the great healer. The more love you create within yourself in the Ukraine, the more you will contribute to raising their frequency, which is what will end this war before it spreads. Please share this technique with friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors on social media, media and do it at home with your children. The second technique, Technique is my affirmation to help release fear and create inner peace. We need to use all the tools we have to keep ourselves from living with constant fear, anxiety, and panic. This will also help the empaths who are literally feeling the pain of the Ukrainian people. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. I repeat it like a mantra when I'm taking a walk, falling asleep, if I wake up in the middle of the night or have a fearful thought about the Ukraine or anything else. Let's do it one more time. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. Now for my silver lining story. Watching Will Smith slap Chris Rock and then yell vulgarities at him traumatized everyone in that room, everyone watching, and everyone afterwards with access to the internet. I'm well trained in how to remove this kind of trauma from my mind and emotions, and it still took me two days to stop seeing the slap in my mind's eye and hearing the words repeating in my head. If it did that to me, what did it do to all the people who don't know how to release trauma? Clearly, Chris Rock's joke did not cause Will Smith to act violently. Unresolved pain, anger, and abuse triggered his violence. That there were no consequences in the moment is shocking. We are a nation and a world who suffered through a U.S. president who was a bully 
and was applauded for his physical violence toward men and women. There was a direct line from acceptance of Trump's bullying and violence to Will Smith believing it that it's the man's responsibility to defend his wife and that violence is the best way to do it. I was surprised that no security guards escorted him out of the room and that he was allowed to give an acceptance speech in which he made himself sound like a hero. On a night when diversity was being honored, Will Smith disrespected himself and the quality work of so many people representing the best in the entertainment field. No amount of success or money can heal unresolved emotional wounds. I hope that everyone who is affected by this violence seeks help to heal their own trauma and that Will Smith gets what he needs to heal and to learn respectful ways of addressing conflict that acknowledge the soul of each person, bring them closer together, and foster true communication and love, rather than perpetuating violence, divisiveness, and male dominance. Let's use what happened Sunday night not to blame, but to examine our individual and collective values, to find empathy, and to heal. Our guest, Elisa Romeo and Adam Foley, are the authors of Holy Love, The Essential Guide to Soul-Fulfilling Relationships, and co-hosts of the Holy and Human podcast. Lisa is a licensed marriage and family therapist and intuitive and the author of Meet Your Soul. Adam is a certified somatic practitioner and yoga instructor who uses spiritual coaching, somatic healing, and his own intuitive abilities to connect people to their soul. Together, they help individuals awaken and deepen their soulful nature within relationship. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Click on the link on this page to follow us on social media, and I'll send you uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Participate at your convenience on some of my um, guided meditation videos that will connect you to your past life or to your angelic light body. Participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video, speech, or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, what are you going to do to heal your own trauma or emotional pain? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Elisa Romeo and Adam Foley, who are here to talk about how to develop and sustain soul-fulfilling relationships. out what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel voiceamericaempowerment.com 
Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, as the, and as the top show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people of this interest, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you thought about what you're going to do to heal your own trauma or emotional pain. And I'm so grateful to welcome Elisa Romeo and Adam Foley, who are here to discuss how to develop and sustain soul-fulfilling relationships. Um, I love the synchronicity of, um, well, I wish it hadn't happened on Sunday, but if it had to happen, I'm grateful for the synchronicity of you're coming on the show today because your topic is so appropriate. And a book titled Holy Love, The Essential Guide to Soul-Fulfilling Relationships. Talk to us a, a little bit about what happened in in light of the work that you do and, and, and what could have been done or could even be done now. Um, that would be soul-fulfilling as opposed to harming our souls, which is what happened. Absolutely. You know, we did a couple interviews yesterday, and so this topic came up. I think it's on everybody's mind. And what's interesting is what we're seeing even with our own clients just in the last, whatever, 48 hours, is the myriad of reactions people are having to seeing it. 
there's some people that feel really like, yeah, go Will. He's protecting his woman. And I want someone like that who'd stand up for me. And there's a part of me cheering him on. And then some people are, that was really an assault on Chris Rock. We can't believe no one did anything and no one stepped in and um, how upsetting that must have been. And then some people are, oh, it's just a joke. Talking about there's a history of jokes between the two of them and what's the deal with Chris and Will's friendship and history. And also, what's the deal with Will and Jada's history? Um, Because a lot of people have watched Red Table Talk and have seen a little bit of the process they've gone through. Also, Will's book just came out. I think it's called I Am Will, where he talks about his father abusing physically his mother and his regret for not stepping in when he was young. So there's so many dynamics. There's so many things to talk about in this little moment that we witnessed. And I think it was also shocking for people. Some people were, is this a stunt? Is this really happening? Or uh, was this planned? Um, some people are saying, well, he laughed first, but then he looked at Jada and then he got mad. So maybe that's a sign of a codependent relationship or he's being controlled emotionally by Jada. Um, I saw it in that moment of you've got cameras on you and you know, your job is to kind of take jokes. And, uh, so he was in, to me, it looked like a role, a character of kind of, I'm going to laugh. And I, I think it took him and I know it took me watching a second to process the joke, like wait, what did he say? What's he saying here? Um, and I think once he crossed the joke, then he was really pissed, you know? Um, and it was so interesting that he won his award only, what, 20 minutes later, and they gave a speech about how he wants to be a channel for love. And even though he just committed assault on stage, people were um, hugging him and going to him because you could also see a man who was trying like, I think he's trying with the best of his ability and tools to try to figure out how to do the right thing, but also it, it wasn't right and it's not okay. Violence is never okay. Um, and you know, I know his, I think his son or daughter got on later and made a comment. That's how we do it. Like in our family, you know, and, um, and was proud of that moment. And I think the narrative can be, oh, we're a channel for love. We stand up for each other. And personally, we think there's a difference between standing up and also just reacting with unprocessed trauma. Because sometimes when we think we're doing the right thing, if we have unprocessed trauma, it's reactive and egoic. And it's not what a channel of love or, or our souls would tell us to do for direction. But it can be really hard sometimes to tell the line because the nature of trauma is to kind of overwhelm and flood us. So it can be challenging in the moment, especially with cameras on you, big energies are about to win best actor in your whole life. And then, you know, who knows what was going on for him internally and emotionally, but I imagine there's a lot going on in that moment. So I think in terms of what can be done at this moment, it's, I mean, I think the other thing that was interesting was watching pictures of him dancing around to get jiggy with it that night. And maybe he was performing and playing a role and knows his job is to kind of be happy and celebrate for the movie. But to me, it also felt very unintegrated that that could have happened very er like recent and then not to have any kind of, I don't know, just like a more of a feeling of what that was that had just occurred. 
So it felt to me like a split, like compartmentalization, like there was some kind of lack of integration psychologically going on there. Um, so I think what could be done is, yeah, some inner questioning. If, it, if I was talking to Will, I would say, you know, what were you feeling throughout that? What was activated, triggered? What did it remind you of in your childhood? What did it make you scared of in your relationship? And what, you know, what, what, what did you want the outcome to be? And then what we do, all our work is teaching people how to connect with their soul or their higher self, which is basically just talking to your divine spark is love and getting really practical, grounded, useful information. So it's not vague, like be loved, right? But it's really like you're scared. You need to breathe or put your hand on your chest and feel some of those deeper feelings that you're repressing. Or is there something you're scared to say? Is there something you need to say? So I think we would start there. And I think it's always good to do that inner work of what's going on with you before you have the conversation with others, if you have time and can. And then if I was talking to Chris Rock, I would say, you know, help him process this trauma and what that was for him. And maybe it would open a discovery of like his humor and what his jokes were. I think he already, they both uh, published an apology already. So, but you know, a lot of people are also saying that his um, tour coming up should be very interesting. Will he include any of this information in his act or not coming up? We actually love comedians and we have comedians on our podcast because we really believe comedy is like one of the highest forms of EQ, emotional quotient. And so a lot of the comedian community is very upset about now is there going to be a trend of follow-up people going up on stage and assaulting comedians um, if it's looked at as something that's acceptable to do. So that's just another thing we've heard. A lot of our work is about moving away from uh, the shoulds in life, the idea of what love should do and how love should act and really moving towards what is love actually saying in this moment to you? So it's about creating a dialogue with yourself of stopping and just asking, how does my unique version of love want to show up to this situation? I think if Will had done that, if he had had that opportunity to stop and take a breath, I don't think his voice of love would have said to go do that. And that though he may think, and that you know, if we're if we're acting from a place place of what we should do with love, that's often where we can make excuses for our behavior. We can do things like go up and assault somebody and say, "Hey, that came from a channel of love." If we're coming from you know how we should stand up, what we should do, opposed to really intuitively looking in to that intuitive voice and asking love directly, "What do you want me to do, and how do you?" We believe love is actually a real energy that you can summon. And I think the reason most of us get tears in our eyes and our hearts well when we see Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s speeches or hear about Mahatma Gandhi's actions, because they're channeling into a generous expanse of love that doesn't just see to people's egos in terms of, I need to protect myself so that I'm safe up in relationship to your energy, but it's a generous energy that is like, yeah, at times I might need to defend myself so I'm physically safe, but also I'm tapping into a love that's beyond both of us to heal not just myself, but you as well. And when you go up and slap or punch somebody, that's not that same energy. Actually, in our book, 
um, one of the opening stories is Adam, when he lived in India, he was physically assaulted by a group of men due to a major misunderstanding of them thinking he was involved as somebody who he wasn't. And it was through him getting beaten up by that group that he had his big first spiritual opening where he could see these people might literally kill me. And I can see how they don't know themselves as projective anger at me could murder me, but I also can see their soul, their love self, that they don't know who they are in that moment and how that actually deepened in him his commitment to that journey in himself and helping reflect that in others. And so, yeah, I think life is hard and confusing and we're tested a lot, but there's these spiritual opportunities to use these things as openings instead of just hardships that we don't really understand. I, th- I think what you're talking about is really powerful. And, and I'm wondering for all the people who don't know what to do with the violence that they witnessed and how it affected them, if there's an exercise or something that you can do just for a, a, a minute, I'm not talking about something long, but something short just to help people deal with what they witnessed. Yeah, absolutely. And my background as a psychotherapist is working with gang members, children, their families, in an incest survivor agency. So my history is working with people with major trauma. And so you always start with kind of what do you need now? Where do you feel scared in this moment or in your body? Is there a place you're resisting your breath? So you're not taking a full breath. And then you just start to bring love to that. You start in the moment, you start where you're at. Um, it's not a one minute exercise, but if you have more time to start to soul journal, which is what we teach with all our work is incredibly powerful, which is basically a dialogue between your love self and your inner child. And so you can start to, ask yourself, really have a conversation in your journal where you're using your journal as a healing method to start to ask questions to your soul of, you know, where do I hold trauma? How do I start to process some of those things? Sometimes it's um, working directly with what happened, but sometimes it's just about getting safe now for real heavy trauma. You want to feel safe in your body before you even open that Pandora's box. So sometimes it's like, what do I need today? a walk in nature, a bath of Epsom salt, you know, doing five minutes of deep breathing, um, just moving around. Somatic work is super important because with trauma, our biology is our biography. So cellularly, we hold the history of every moment we've lived through, even if we don't remember it. All of our work is about we are an ego and we are a soul, and the ego is a part of the iceberg that's like above the surface. So that's who we think we are. That's the narrative. I'm Elise Romeo. I'm 45 years old. I'm a mother. I'm a daughter. Um, and then what's underneath the surface is also me, but that might be my subconscious, where my dreams come from, memories I don't remember from my childhood, but are part of me as well. So when we start to do the depth psychology work, the deeper work, what we're doing is we're starting to go under the water and look at some of that other stuff and explore who we are is our energy body and all of those things. And then that soul work of like 
what does our higher self want to tell us about what's going on with Elisa? What's going on with my human self today? And that's why our podcast called Holy and Human, because we think they're both important. And we are human and we are holy. And it's not one or the other. We can't bypass up to the divinity without doing the human work. We think it's so important to address the garbage in the basement, which we all have, of our history and our pain and our reactions that are unconscious. And we just love Mr. Rogers. In terms of anyone listening, if you're feeling like you've had some challenges in your childhood or you're not sure how to start with your inner child, there's an incredible documentary called Won't You Be My Neighbor? And we just recommend start there. Just watch it because he's kind of the patron saint of helping your inner child. And none of us, even with the best of childhoods, got enough of that because as a society, we're just not very good at it. So to have space and time to really take, take a moment to ask, how am I really feeling? You think we would know that that'd be an easy thing. How am I feeling? But most people can't even answer that very well. It's like, fine, good. I don't know, stress. And they don't take a lot of time to melt into what, what, what's deeper that is underneath the surface feelings. And so even a feeling chart, looking at a chart of the different faces of emotions is actually more challenging than most people would think of, I feel confused. I feel hopeful. I feel tired. I'm kind of burnt out. I'm also inspired. We can have these mixed feelings that aren't all good or all bad. And then getting curious and leaning into why, where is that coming from and what do we need? Because we can't show up for others in our relationships if we don't show up for our inner child first. This, this, what you're saying is so very important, all of this, and I'm very grateful. We need to go to break, and I look forward to continuing the conversation afterwards. And I just want to put an exclamation mark on everything that you're saying. I've done some of that soul journaling. It's extremely valuable and important and self-revealing. And I watch Mr. Rogers with my children and as well as the documentary. And I am totally grateful to him for what he did for me as an adult watching. Um, he, he is profound. He is one of the great healers of all time. And we are so fortunate, those of us who, um, who got to benefit from, from who he is, who he was, and uh, who he is as a soul, who he was as a human being, and all that he gave to us. And I um, just echo your recommendation. I'm your host, Absolutely. Dr. One, Paul. Yeah, one thing but, I forgot I'm, is Dr. Officer Clemens came on our podcast, who was on his show, and they were great friends for years. He has an incredible book and memoir. And um, yeah, so if people are interested in hearing his personal take with Mr. Rogers, that's a great show on our podcast, Holy and Human, they can check out. Thank you. I'm your host, Dr. Paul, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on our show's important information from each show and the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release 
hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, and move forward with more ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. During the commercials, please think about ways that you can better communicate to resolve conflict. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Elisa Romeo and Adam Foley to talk more about how to develop and sustain soul-fulfilling relationships. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 3469141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you thought about ways that you can better communicate to resolve conflict. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Angelina can help you. And I'm so thankful we're here with Elisa Romeo and Adam Foley talking about how to develop and sustain soul-fulfilling relationships. Um, In your book, you talk about needing to know your own soul before you can communicate with someone else soul to soul, which is one of the four ways that you talk about communicating in relationships and maybe the highest level. So how do we get to develop and, 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 and to know our own soul? 
That's a great question. And I think what we see so much in our couple sessions or here in, with individual sessions is people talking about getting stuck in this ping pong game with their partners. And we, we're, we, this could be in intimate relationships, but it also be with your kids or your parents or your friendships or at work with people you work with. So in any relationship, we can, if we just see each other as egos of who we think we are, sometimes we can start to get into this egoic ping pong game. We like to call your trauma hurt my feelings. And then we just pass the ball back and forth of kind of trying to protect our ego identity of who we think we are. So you said that, that hurt my feelings. Now I'm going to attack you, you know, and um, that can go back and forth for years. And it takes one person to break the cycle of checking in of like, well, what does love want to tell me about what might be going on here? Am I reacting to old wounds? What are they reacting to? And then we start to look at those projections. Are we really seeing each other or are we seeing the symbol of each other, who we think the other person is? Like you mentioned in the break about was Will seeing Chris rock or was he seeing his old father that he didn't stand up to? And there was a symbol there happening that he was reacting to and trying to be heroically conquering in, in his soul journey. So he wasn't seeing Chris. They weren't meeting each other on a soul level. There was an opportunity for a true moment of meeting that didn't happen because of those projections where the movie projector was shining an image on another person from your past so you can't see the present. And so what we can all do to become more of our spiritual warrior self is to start to have the courage to stop the cycle of reactivity and go in and start to just ask love. You can put your hand on your chest and say, love, what do you want me to know right now about why I'm triggered or what I'm reacting to? And why are they triggered? And what are they reacting to? And now we don't need their ego to do anything or to validate anything. We have our own inner conversation and muscle we're building with our higher self to navigate the relationship and to get direction in all our relationships. So, but <clears throat> psychoanalyzing the other person um, to to them, it, it doesn't help either. So maybe I understand where their reaction is coming from as opposed to response. But then I don't want to throw that in their face. That's just going to trigger more anger. Absolutely. So that's why we teach that every single thing you say you're really checking in is, um, am I saying this because my ego needs to say this or is love guiding me to say this? So you're checking in with your intuition of what's appropriate to say or to not say because you're realistic with the ego before you of what they can and can't receive. It's using your intuition to really up the communication in relationships. And sometimes we're called by love to say hard truth. Sometimes we have to hurt an ego to love a soul. You know, I know with Adam and I, he's definitely told me things I didn't want to hear that I was going to react to that I needed to hear and vice versa. But sometimes it's also his intuition will say, don't say this right now. She needs to calm down, reconnect, maybe bring it up tomorrow or maybe not bring it up and do other things silently and energetically to help kind of Elisa connect with her higher self and, and be supportive of that process. So there's no rules or kind of general statements about this stuff. It's kind of really listening and taking each scenario moment by moment and listening to what love, how love is guiding. 
us to heal ourselves and each other. And sometimes what I do is I'll say I have an insight or something that I'm wondering about that I've noticed would it be okay with you if I shared it with you? And I remember saying that to one of my children, and the response was no. <laughs> and, yeah, and so absolutely. I did. Yeah. I did we, what, we have a 13 year old, and I think we, 13, they don't want to talk much. They don't want to talk about their feelings. They, won't, they don't want commentary. So at 13, developmentally, we're doing more kind of silent energy work. You know, when he comes home, I might need to ask, you have homework tonight? Did you do it? But I'm also just going to be like, how are you doing? Where are you at? And then dim the lights, light a candle, put on music, address him energetically in the room, connect in that way so that the trust is built. Because you can't make comments and definitely critical comments in relationship if there's not like a major amount of trust built built. They always say, you know, if you have one critique, you should have five compliments for every one critique you're going to give. So you got to kind of earn that, that those critiques. Well, I, I love your suggestions. And yes, five to one is extremely helpful. I also just want <laughs> to add that in this particular situation, the next day he said to me, all right, I can't, you know, take it anymore. What do you want to say? <laughs> Yeah, but absolutely. then he, right. the, that child was ready to listen then when I finally said it. Yeah, I think that's great. It's just listening yeah. and paying attention to that. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's again, I guess, you know, as you were saying, um, allowing your intuition to follow or, or following your intuition. So w- we have just a minute left. What would you like to leave us with? Yeah, I think that a lot of this work can sound complicated at first, uh, but really it's about, it's not really about adding new skills to our life, but it's really just about shedding and really acknowledging what we already know in relationship, what we know intuitively. And that, because we know there's a part of us deep down that knows what the voice of love is saying. So it's really about just exposing that. And uh, we have some free guided meditations on our website. Uh, If anybody wants to just start experimenting with the work, it's holyandhuman.com. And we really like guided meditations just because we say the easy path is hard enough, you know, and uh, guided meditations can help the monkey mind quiet down when you have somebody else guiding you through it. So it can be a really good place to start. Um, I I love that. Thank you. And I've also, um, it's been suggested to me, which I think uh, there's a lot of wisdom in it, is that um, the Western mind um, appreciates guided meditation. It's, um, you know, we weren't raised in the same belief systems and same ways of being in the world that Eastern um, Eastern people were, people who live in the East were, so that a guided meditation is easier to relate to. Um, I want to thank you so very much for for sharing um, so much important information and wisdom with us. And I encourage everyone to purchase their book, Holy Love, The Essential Guide to Soul-Fulfilling Relationships, and to go to their website, holyandhuman.com. Thank you again, and all the best. And I thank Thanks all of you for... 
for jo- for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, rent my Past Life Regression Workshop video, and my Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body. Read my latest blog, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records, tarot, past life regressions, channeling your family guard, and more. I'm also available to video conference a custom design workshop or speech for you or any of my speeches or workshops such as connecting with your soul, dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, healing physically, mentally and emotionally, discovering hope and silver linings and awakening new chakras or the ultimate creative problem-solving process, or I can design something specifically for you. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and gods of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Angelina, who's the Archangel over romance and love. Ask for her help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to create soul-fulfilling relationships. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Angelina, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me resolve conflict in soul-fulfilling ways. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Angelina, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me see the soul in every person and to communicate soul to soul. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please listen next Thursday when Susan Shumsky returns to discuss Awaken Your Divine Intuition on April 14th when Adam Hall joins us to talk about divine genius, the unlearning curve, and April 21 when Jovanka Seraris will be here to talk about reclaiming wellness, ancient wisdom for your healthy, happy, and beautiful life. This is your this is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and to have a beautiful week and a year of love, harmony, and balance. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.